0: The good chuckle, yeah I was learning, can't, can't be the good chuckle, I was learning, uh, learning recently about like the science of laughter, which you know isn't for everyone, but uh, Professor Luke O'Neill was talking about the science of laughter, kind of talked like very specifically, we all can kind of laugh all day long, but there's lots of different types of laughter, but definitely the best laughter and I know you can relate to this is like when you have that like that belly chuckle do you know what I mean? like something's like something tickles you nicely for some reason I always think of Rob for those belly chuckles (laughs) feels like he's a good belly chuckler or like you can kind of elicit a good belly chuckle just like an observation that you've missed that he'll bring you back on that he'll still be chuckling at you're like what are you laughing at? like, explain why it's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we do, we do, like, have lots of, like, we fake laugh when, you know, the boss cracks a joke or, you know, you know, social awkwardness and stuff, we fake laugh. Mo- most of our laughter fake laugh. But, like, those, those chuckly, belly, diaphragm chuckles, they're, um, they're surprisingly rare. I haven't got, like, <laughs> Mono or Rob around. They're good for a list of those belly chuckles. Everyone is really I mean, like pretty much all the people I know well, like they all have these moments where they have these abilities to just like really fucking make you laugh. Mainly because my personality is just copy and pasted from most of you lads to be honest with you. <laughs> so like when something's properly fucking funny, it's usually just, you know, plagiarized from one of your personalities. I had a good one earlier. I'm still choking about it. We're in a, we're in a restaurant in a, in a Viet place. A Viet spread. We're out of lockdown, so it's just like, fucking, just full steam ahead. I was out last night, I was out the previous night, I was out the previous night. It's just like, you know what? The sun is shining. It is. Like, have you any idea how lucky we are? I'm not getting much work, but I'm not complaining about it, because, like, I mean, life is when it's good, it's so, so good. Anywhere in a Viet Spread place, which is like a just classic Vietnamese, like someone's gaff, come like seafood restaurant sort of a setup. Joe's telling one of his many stories. He's, he's pretty much going through Ricky Gervais's, uh, I think it's called humanity. He's, I'm pretty sure he was talking about Ricky Gervais's humanity for a whole night. And he was like telling a story in a very, again, sorry, but like it's a very Rob like way. Joe is pretty much just, like, fucking 25-year-old Rob, basically. And he's, like, he's telling some story, and he kind of has everyone's attention. And he kind of, like, stops himself. He's doing that thing that, like, where he kind of, you're looking into space while telling a story. Do you know why people do that? They kind of, like, they kind of dip in and out of eye contact. But they're kind of spending most of their time kind of looking into space. And uh, he just kind of cuts and himself, and he's, like, yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at that kid. Look at that kid. <laughs> Starts chuckling to himself at the kid. And I looked, like, across the room. And there's just, like, there's just this kid with, like, a plastic bag on his head. And he's just, <laughs> just playing with the plastic bag on his head. Like, in the exact way. You're not supposed to let a kid play with a plastic bag on their head. But his parents were just there watching him, playing with the plastic bag. The kid's about, like... Four, <laughs> like, is this four year old kid? And like his his, his his parents are actively just like looking there playing with a plastic bag around his head. And I remember just like looking at like you could see it was a like a clear plastic bag he had around his head, and I remember just the look on his face like he just like looked like he was having so much fun. Like, I've never thought about that. Like, pretty much, I've, I've only ever been programmed to think that you definitely don't put a plastic bag around a kid's face. But, like, I didn't factor in, like, maybe that's actually really good fun. Like, maybe, you know, what? Well, like, maybe we're missing out on something there. It might be that, like, there was a touch of the... Oh, I'm going to try and go for this. auto erotic asphyxiation. Show you know that thing where you're like. <laughs> it's a ridiculous way to die. Where like people like top themselves accidentally because they're like choking themselves while having a wha. Show you, know what you mean? <laughs> Your man David Taradine died like that. You know him? He played Bill in Kill Bill. The Tarantino film. Bill from Kill Bill. David Taradine. That's how he died. a <laughs> <an> erotic expatiation. <laughs> But not only that, the kid is like the kid just like has a plastic bag around his head, like just having the time of his life. But he's like not only is he being encouraged by his parents <laughs> but he's also in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> the restaurant is the gaff and the gaff is owned by the parents and <laughs> But Joe had to like stop his story. Draw our attention towards the kid. It was just like it was kind of like kind of like we we're in like it was kind like an, on an altar at the front of the restaurant, like if like the whole restaurant was like a church and like the kid was just on the altar with a plastic bagger in his head, his eyes were just really beaming bright, and he's just like he seems to be slowing down in his as well. <laughs> I was just laughing at it for like like way too long. Like, we all had a laugh about it, but, like, I just, I just, I just found it way too funny, like, you know, the kid was fine, and, like, you know, I saw him feel, like, good, like, when we were leaving, the kid was just running around out the front, it fucking midnight on my dad, like, without the plastic bag, and he was just a normal kid, like, he was being four years old. But I couldn't, like, I couldn't, I couldn't control myself for about, like, it must have been about 10 or 15 minutes, just, like, I couldn't engage in conversation because I was just still laughing at it. But I think the older you get, you kind of you, you have a greater appreciation for those those moments because they're quite rare. Remember when we won the cup? I was like, celebrate the fucking the balls that are winning this cup because these situations, these moments don't come very often. And it's the same when when you see a kid with a plastic bag around his head and you find it really really funny, like that's. That doesn't happen every day when you're in your restaurant. Like, where you're like, you just, you embrace something being really, really funny. And you like, don't, don't try and just like get over it. Try and enjoy that moment for as long as possible. Because that kind of bellyache and laughter, that doesn't come along very often. Started stealing this girl recently kind of just like start talking like you know, feelings and all that sort of stuff and i was like i kind of think i i'm not saying i'm devoid of emotion but i'm pretty sure humor is like 99 percent of my personality <laughs> like i just like spent all day long being confused with stuff. <laughs> now yeah more to come on that like i'll come back to that at a later stage but like have to appreciate something when it's funny like it.